0: Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash impact. Good, Good morning, morning millennials. millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. Happy Hump Day. It is Wednesday. Hope everyone has exerted some energy, got their morning workout in, humping the one that they love, whether that is human whether that is animal we do not judge here at the morning toast hey Jax, one question for you how are you darn i'm
1: darn good thanks for asking so exciting that it's hump day i do hope everyone is humping
0: someone they love now later whenever suits you i think that's absolutely beautiful i love starting off the show with that kind of peaceful harmonious energy before we start attacking one another i don't
1: ever want to attack you no me neither um maybe we could lay down our weapons for one day
0: you know we'll see where the show takes us I feel like if there's any day for us to pick up our weapons it's a hump day you think so it brings out that energy that feral energy in in others
1: I guess you never know what could happen the stories I don't think
0: the stories like will land on different sides of anything but since when do we only talk about the stories So true. We've got to talk about ourselves. And today is a huge day for us. You know, we were being annoying a few weeks ago on set, being models. Months Um, ago. This was July. Oh, okay. So months ago, we were like being annoying Secret Project girlies. And because we're the type of influencers and celebrities who are going to tell you what Secret Project correlates to which annoying time, we just launched on our Instagram. Jackie and I are one of the many faces of the new PJ Place, which is the Children's Place company. They launched their own pajama line. The pajamas are fabulous fabulous I wear them every single day since July (laughs) they're so amazing and you know they just hired a couple of models us Khloe Kardashian Kris Jenner Tyler Cameron Kevin Hart um so just some of our fellow models in the campaign and you can check it out on our Instagram stories and posts and it's just like life of a model you know another day another sleigh another day another campaign another day another shoot Being a model is like people like look at our lives and they see two models and they're probably like, wow, that must be amazing. They don't realize how hard it is to be a model.
1: No, it's really hard to be a model. Like I'm actually not kidding anymore. And it actually is. If that were my full time job, I would not thrive in the position.
0: No, after the photo shoot, me and Jackie, like we... I was not okay. Like, I was so tired. Photo shoots are so hard. Like, you have to stand straight for, like, 12 hours straight. Like It's really hard. And you just have
1: to, like, move one muscle, this, that. And you also, like, have to be confident and be feeling yourself. It's just a lot. Even if you're not. It's so mental and physical. I
0: know it sounds, like, crazy to be, like, modeling is hard. Um, But it was not what you would expect. No. And that, you know, doesn't go to say that it's any more difficult than being a coal miner. Of course. (laughs) But it's just not as easy as it looks, honestly. Like, Photo shoots are not my jam. Like for the first like 20 minutes, I'm always having so much fun. I'm like, yes, I'm literally Kendall Jenner. And then like I see the pictures of myself, I'm like, oh, I'm I'm not Kendall Jenner? You're I'm kidding. Not. I think
1: it's also probably hard that people probably think, oh, modeling's so easy. How hard is it to be a model? Whereas like coal mining is hard, but everyone respects coal miners. That's true, actually. That's such a, a true statement. So I'm sure that helps the coal miners. Get through it.
0: Get through those rough times. 100%. So we're looking sickening if you want to go look at our, um, and we're like not wearing any makeup. Like we literally woke up like that. They
1: asked for a natural look. And so we're natural girlies. Like
0: We're naturally beautiful. That's kind of my personal takeaway from the whole experience.
1: And PJ Place is just like making you feel naturally beautiful.
0: And the pajamas are sickening. Like I'm truly, like I'm very very, um, particular. You know me, skeletons are bust. And these passed my tests, And this is not even a sponsored episode. I was just really blown away by the pajamas.
1: Yeah. And the premium content that we just posted that you should go check out. And now totally. you can shop at PJ Place.
0: So other than that, we have a fab show. We've got Fast Five. It's Wednesday, which means we have Deer Toasters, which I'm super excited about just to save some lives. You know, it's always good when you can wake up and save a life. Trills. I, I imagine that's how the fray felt. I met someone
1: in Atlanta who had written into Dear Toasters and hers was the one about the girl who was like flirting with her husband and we, the advice we gave was assess the threat. Yes. And so she showed me a picture.
0: Was the threat assessable?
1: The threat was assessed. This girl has nothing to worry about, mostly because she's so fabulous. Not to put down another woman, but it's just right. like I met this girl and I was like you are you a it. fabulous entity. You don't need to be threatened by others and the girl will be invited to her wedding. Because right. she assessed that the threat had been neutralized. You absolutely love to see women supporting
0: other threats. You do. Women helping other women neutralize threats. Detonate, detonate the threats. That's threat. threat. so good. That's a fun word to say. Threat. A threat. Um, so we'll do that in Deer toasters. Just like change, save, and heal. Impact. Heal. Another good word. Yes. Another good word. Another good word. <laughs> we're all about the words today. Yeah, like short, punchy words. And we're short, punchy girls. Ain't that the truth? So we've got a fab show. There's no TV recap, so we can really dive into the Dear Toasters, dive into the stories. Um, tomorrow, actually right after this, um, I was that girl like walking through the street today with my suitcase, which is probably my least favorite girl to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there's anything. And for no reason, there's nothing more embarrassing than being a grown woman walking through the streets. With a suitcase, like suitcases are meant for the airport, and that's pretty much it. But I am headed to Nashville tonight for my so show exciting. tomorrow. So tomorrow's episode, I'm going to do from our hotel room. It'll still be up. And I decided to go a night early so I could see Shannon Ford, so I could have dinner with her. <laughs> I feel like I just saw
1: Shannon because I was listening to her podcast episode with James, her man's, yeah, with her man's, and they're so sweet. I'm sure everybody has been following their American getaway where they just
0: like took the country by storm. No, it made me want to literally move to America and (laughs) I I felt like I didn't live there.
1: I want to come back in my next life as like Shannon Ford's international boyfriend who gets to experience America through the eyes of Shannon Ford.
0: You know what? I don't even, I won't be greedy. Like I want to come back in my next life as like Shannon Ford's handbag. Like I just want to be near Shannon Ford, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, you could be really near to her if you listen to her podcast, probably a podcast she puts out.
0: premium Premium. content
1: her videos are sickening sickening and this week was no different and it was so cute to hear just like hear them be in a relationship you know yeah it was really cute really cute
0: um yeah i really don't have much else oh i will like while i'm like worshiping the ground she walks on i'll make sure to be like oh jackie wishes she was here
1: yeah, also, do you, your show is tomorrow, yes, Thursday? Thursday. Okay, so, like, don't get too crazy. I know you could get carried no. away with
0: Shannon. No, I can get carried away with Shannon, but, like, one thing about me that I think a lot of people don't, like, expect, because I'm, like, a party animal. I can't be tamed. When it comes to my shows, like, I respect wellness. Like, I do not drink before shows. I don't drink the day of show. I won't drink, like... Within 48 hours of my show. After a show, all bets are off. Unless Mm -hmm. I have a show the next day. But I really respect, like, my work ethic does not include drinking. I do do not do that.
1: Nice. It's like the one time
0: I restrain myself.
1: I was randomly thinking about how I feel like since we started doing these episodes, since I moved. Like, you really haven't been hungover for one of them.
0: Yeah. Well, I have, like an internal battle with the hangover episodes because they age really well. Like people love them. But when I'm doing them, like I feel like, you know, my, the main part of my job is to wake up and deliver a kick ass show. And if I don't do that, it feels like my whole day is a waste. So when I'm doing the hangover episodes, maybe I'm like shame spiraling, but I feel really bad when I do them. I feel like I don't get a good job done. You have to carry the show. So I feel like there was a period maybe a year ago where I was doing it kind of frequently. And part of me was like doing the episode, getting drunk so that I could do drunk episodes because people love them. But I don't know. I I just felt like I wasn't doing a good job at my job. Do you know what I mean? I I fully
1: understand what you're saying. But also some people love them it's just like the singing like some people love them like literally favorite episodes other people couldn't tolerate
0: yeah now when I go back and like see clips I love it but in the moment like I know I was not feeling proud I understand that
1: and so just like everything else if people are going to like it or dislike it You should just decide what you like.
0: Yeah, so like, don't get me wrong, if somebody invites me to a fab event on a Thursday, like I'm going balls to the wall and I'll show up here hungover. Maybe it's just that I haven't been invited to a fab event. Maybe it's that. Also, I was thinking about how painful it would be to do an episode in these headphones with a hangover. Oh my God, totally. You would have to swap to buds. Yeah, no, these um, headphones hit different. Like they are squeezing the fuck out of my ears.
1: I know, I want to get a pair of different headphones. I think I always am talking about this, but I haven't found what I want, which is just like, Over-the-ear headphones that look nice, that are loose, but I also want you guys to be able to see my hair. No, you know what? Sometimes the headphones hide a bad hair day.
0: Purple, which is the brand that makes my favorite smelly pillow, needs to come out with a pair of headphones. Mm. That have like the gel flex. Yeah, Beats by Purple that have like the gel flex insert. Gel flex. That's a good collab idea. Yeah, free idea. That that one gets the GBT stamp of approval. (laughs) Also, our rebrand got the GBT stamp of we approval talk about that if you guys remember um, during jackie's maternity leave if you know her from tiktok like you know but if you're not a tiktoker girl boss town who's kind of become like the gen z branding and marketing expert mm-hmm. she did a video on our rebrand and gave it her stamp of approval she said she loved the the aesthetic she loved the partnership with dear media she thought it was genius on all fronts people in the comments were also like this is just a genius like everyone was like complimenting us it was such a nice change such
1: a nice change.
0: I loved it. Um, but we've got a fab show. I'm ready to dive in. We do. I'm ready to dive in. There's just one more thing that I wanted to talk
1: about, sure. if I may. Because serious voice. Alert. Ser- alert, serious voice. No, because yesterday we didn't talk much about the Kanye situation because we just like weren't in the mood. And I also like didn't have the words yet mm-hmm. for what I was feeling to talk about them on this show. Like I never want to come on here with like a half-baked thought. Agreed. And I also think, like, we should normalize, like, processing things and not just. Per- normalize taking the time. And, and not just, like, regurgitating what everyone else is saying because it feels like you have to say something mm-hmm. when you're not sure what you want to say yet. And so. I know what I want to say, and so I just want to talk about it for a second. I don't want to, like, make... Oh, it's not a story. It's not a story. I don't want to oh. make anti-Semitism a story. Like, the stories... You know what? The stories are I light love and fun. That. And if we ever want to talk about serious topics, which we do sometimes, we always do it at the front of the episode, you okay. know?
0: Um. So, I love that, by the way. Thanks. Let's not make anti-Semitism a story. And I also think, like, normalize thinking before you speak. So, I totally... Agree. I was like so fatigued by it. And I was just like annoyed and upset by it. So the idea of like doing it at work, I was just not in the mood for. But when you called me today and you were like, let's talk about it. I'm ready. I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. Um, And I feel like for a little backstory for anyone who might not know, like what went down, I'm sure you do. Kanye was on one of his many rants on Instagram over the weekend and there was like a few it's funny because everyone is obviously talking about the defcon 3 text he sent to who was it he tweeted that oh well, that he was a tweet it. um everyone was talking about that but for me i was like watching his whole saga go down like that whole week he was posting a lot on instagram he did a big interview and there was like a few things that he said that like triggered something in my brain like if you're jewish you're like very um like and even sensitive. very you're sensitive and very like subtle things you're like well was that a little yeah and then when he did the defcon 3 tweet it just kind of yeah, wrapped the that, whole thing up in a bow
1: right and i think the beginning things where people were like oh this is subtly anti-semitic um like the kushner thing like didn't get much traction outside no. of like the jewish community because and we were all had
0: our antennas on we're like Urgh.
1: yeah so i couldn't figure out like exactly what about the situation is bothering me. Obviously, Kanye's tweet is diabolical. I don't know what "death Con 3 on Jewish people means. Um, I don't know that I
0: want to know. I'm a little scared, so. Totally, and like I, prior. I'm, what sorry. was that? No, go ahead. No, and prior to that, like the things he had been saying in his text messages that he screenshotted were just like very, um, like harking back to some of the worst tropes about Jews, like, that we control the media and the money and yeah. everything, like, that is a very, very common thing that, like, I feel like is such an antiquated stereotype, but it's so prevalent. Like, the amount of people who thought that, like, Jews invented the vaccine, like, it's still so prevalent, like, and it's really damaging because it leads to terrible, terrible things. Right. So,
1: people started paying attention to the anti-Semitism once he said Death country on Jews. He was, like, Deplatformed from Twitter, he was deplatformed already from Instagram for saying that like Diddy's business people were Jewish, and, right? Like, he wasn't able to post after that because of that, and now everyone or a lot of people more than usual are being like Kanye's anti-Semitism, like tsk, way tsk, more tsk. than usual, way more than usual, and. While I guess I'm glad
0: that anti-Semitism is getting a spotlight. Here's what it is. Like, I don't want to be ungrateful because (laughs) people are finally, finally acknowledging anti-Semitism. Even though on the scale of, like, anti-Semitic things that have happened in the last year, this is very, uh, like, Low grade, yeah. It's low grade. So I don't want to be ungrateful, but, like, I am suspicious. I know that sounds crazy. Yeah,
1: um I'm... I am suspicious and now that I've like had time to think about it this is where I've landed with it so Kanye had a very hectic week last week busy. and it booked all started and busy booked him busy he had his yeezy fashion show where he wore a shirt that said white lives matter and this started everyone in hysterics over the shirt but people what can people really do about him wearing that shirt what are they going to say that he's racist he's right. a black man like right he's calling out that BLM was a scam and he's wearing a shirt that says white lives matter and like this really enraged people he continued all week to talk like, posting on Instagram he did a big interview you know he's very pro-life people don't like that about him mm-hmm. and but you really can't people couldn't at that time like take him down for something like that
0: right right
1: so now he says this thing Defcon 3 to the Jews and he's given everyone the reason to cancel him because what he said is fucking crazy right and it feels like everyone who's so eager to cancel him about this doesn't care about actual anti-Semitism, aside from the Jewish people who are posting about it, the Jewish activists and Meghan McCain. Always <laughs> always supporting the Jews. Yeah. So it just felt so performative to me, especially because the more I watched some of the things that he said, there was like more leaked clips from his interview with Tucker Carlson. The more a lot of what he's saying, he is... Um, regurgitating talking points from like Louis Farrakhan who is a big pastor. figure he's a pastor and he um and no sorry before
0: he's a pastor he's an anti-semite
1: big time anti-semite if you don't know about his anti-semitism you could look it up you know he said that Hitler was a great man he called Jews termites he's also a major homophobe he said yeah. horrible things about the LGBT community he's fucking calling wild calling demonic fucking wild a lot of people in Hollywood subscribe him. subscribe to him we've talked about him before like with Nick Cannon I think a lot uh, and what we, Nick we... Cannon said on his show that um resulted in a temporary cancellation was direct talking points from Louis Farrakhan but right. a lot of other
0: celebrities
1: either sometimes say these things or also are followers of his yeah they like go to his sermons
0: and shit. it's such prom- a
1: weird fucking flex it's such a weird flex there are so many celebrities who do and And they're not canceled. Even the ones who have said the same things that Louis Farrakhan has said have not been canceled for what they've said. Right.
0: No so I How are people caring
1: so much about Kanye saying these same things when this has been going on in Hollywood for a very long time and none of those people are cancelled?
0: Right. No, it just it goes without saying that like this is being blown up because it's Kanye and he has become this like polarizing figure in the last year. So for someone who actually cares about anti-Semitism, I don't feel the genuine love and like want for change from social media and celebrities and influencers who are posting about it. It feels 100 percent performative. And I hate to like. I hate to complain because like for the first time, like we're getting support, but I don't think it's coming from a genuine place because I, I, th- I think what we've learned over the last couple of years, is, like really nobody cares about it. like, you're telling me like the, all this uproar for Kanye who like nobody really takes seriously. Like all this uproar for Kanye when like less than a year ago, like people in New York city and LA were literally getting beat up on the street for being Jewish. Temples were being uh, defaced. Nobody said a word. So they like, still are every
1: single day. There. are is at least one, but usually multiple instances of anti-Semitism in this country. Violence, like anti-Semitism in real life, not just social media stuff online. Like we talked about it in New York City. There's this tablet magazine article that it's open season on Jews in New York City. Hundreds of anti-Semitic attacks against Jews. And only one person has even served one day in jail. Right. people don't care and now with Kanye's tweet now AOC gets to come out against anti-semitism oh, please. when please. in her state in her city the cases of actual anti-semitic violence are so fucking high but no one is doing anything about it so that's what bothers me
0: yeah and I just feel like to your point there's so many instances of like way worse and I hate to like diminish because I just I can't blanket statement like can't say enough like how what Kanye said was wrong. Yeah. And this is not the first time he said something anti-Semitic. Like in 2013 he blamed his low concert sales, ticket sales on the Jews. Like (laughs) this is not the first time. Like this is a problem. This is a problem. Um but I, I would love for people to bring this energy to other other celebrities. I mean, I like let's let's talk about let's mention it all, Bella Hadid. Like Bella Hadid is not a beloved member from the Jewish community. Like we do not feel safe around her. She went on a podcast like two months ago, basically talking about how like all of the Jewish people in her life, like don't really talk to her anymore. They won't invite her over to their house. Like, oh, I wonder why. And so she's like out here being a victim, like my Jewish friends. Won't ta- well, why aren't they talking to you? And like diet Prada is posting this podcast being like, she's so brave. She's brave. Uh, if like all the people in your life from a certain community aren't talking to you anymore, like maybe you're the problem
1: yeah no but her so face just, is still everywhere you can't go anywhere without where's seeing the energy? her energy where's, where's the energy, the energy? I mean, let's keep up the energy everyone let's keep it up and it's like Bella's is supposed to remember when she posted a picture of her friends uh, and, and then her friend then was her, literally arrested the next day for beating the shit yeah, out of some boy i know a jew in the street i know him i went to camp with him committing a hate crime against jews and she and right. that post stayed up
0: right and she never said anything like no, so here, I love the energy we brought for Kanye. Let's amp it up with everyone else and yeah. everything else and all the other anti-Semitism. All the, what, are, what is it? 92% of hate crimes against Jewish people when we account for 2% of the population. Let's keep up that energy. I love it. Yes. Yeah. Keep it up. Keep it up. And until we do, this I'm just- I'm suspicious.
1: Rings performative, phony, and convenient. Performative. That's the word. That is the word. So those are my thoughts obviously i hope you enjoyed them. incredibly disappointed like i don't know how to enjoy kanye again
0: no he's you know what i'm not even disappointed because he was really fucking annoying me the last couple of months so like now i'm like bye annoying um and that's also part of the reason i didn't want to talk about it because like i don't i don't like i'm so over him like he's out of my like off my list okay yeah yeah, but like, is, this is and this conversation does not stem from like being obsessed with the Kardashians like because I've been over Kanye for a really long time.
1: Yeah, no, but also I don't think the Kardashians are obsessed with Kanye. Right. I think he causes them a lot of
0: trouble. A lot of grief. So, yeah. he needs to stop like now, and so does everyone.
1: Yeah. No, actually everyone needs to keep going. No, keep going. We want all of this energy please oh, always and always. bring it to the jews of brooklyn who literally can't walk down the street in religious garb without getting beat up oh and their assailants even when caught don't
0: face any, Serve consequences. any time totally 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 let's keep up the energy i'm gonna be counting on all of you all you who are posting i'm counting on you i'll be checking in so those are my thoughts <sighs> My blood pressure's up. Should we should
1: we dive in? Yeah, let's take it down a notch with the yeah. fast five stories that you need to know before sorry, I fucked up. The fast five stories that you need to know, period. Wait, do it again. Here are the fast five stories that you need to know. Period. <laughs>
0: gorgeous absolutely gorgeous
1: oh Um, i'm sorry and just one more thing about the whole kanye thing mm -hmm. the worst part about all of this and this anti-semitic trope is that when someone does get canceled for saying what they say about the jews you know the jews
0: well they control the the media. they control the
1: media yeah then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you just espouse anti-Semitism. So yes, you are going to get backlash. And that only makes that person more anti-Semitic, more firm in their beliefs that the Jews control everything. And we don't get anywhere better. So I do love when someone like Nick Cannon like sits down with a
0: rabbi. Yeah.
1: I don't know who Kanye would listen to. I don't think I any of the Jews that he knows are the ones to do it.
0: No, no, I, I agree. Like with the Nick Cannon thing, I felt I, like that's- I think, a- I think it needs to be us. Oh, 100%. I (laughs) welcome the idea. Um, Also, like, I feel like the Nick Cannon case study of anti-Semitism, like, I think, like, first of all, the way he handled it was great. I think the way we handled it was great as a community. Like, I don't think we came at it with anger. We came at it with, like, genuine wanting to assist And I think that's always going to be more helpful. And I actually think like he learned something. Mm -hmm. So I think everyone should take a look at Nick Cannon. I also don't get the sense that Kanye has any idea
1: about Jewish history. About really Jews, about Jews in America outside of Hollywood. I don't think he knows anything. I do think he could be educated. I don't think he'll apologize. He doesn't
0: apologize. I don't think he's sorry for what really he said. Feel, I don't think
1: he didn't mean what he said, but I Jackie, do think- I don't
0: really feel like that's a fair excuse. Like you're a 40-year-old man with unlimited- No, no, not an excuse. I'm sorry.
1: I'm not saying that as an excuse. I'm saying that as an opportunity. Like, Yeah, no, I know. But like learn at Learn about point, the Holocaust. I think that would be helpful for- But on you as,
0: as a human being- to learn about the Holocaust. Maybe you didn't learn about it growing up, but you live in L.A., you're no, over no, 40. No, I didn't mean it as an excuse. I meant it as like something that maybe
1: could help him see outside what he thinks is true about Jews.
0: Yeah, and maybe we're the gals to do it. I totally agree. Like the invitation is open. Us
1: giving him a guided tour of Yad Vashem.
0: <gasps> Patreon. Oh <my> God. Patreon, <laughs> stop. Not, not us monetizing the Holocaust. Stop. Yeah, no. That. okay we'll do it, we'll do it just on our youtube channel. for free um, no and by the way and if we monetize it they'd be like those, those Jews, Jews. <laughs> totally <laughs> um and I just I want anyone let's if you know someone or you yourself think that Jews control the media I want you to do me a favor I want you to google Claudia Ashray. look at the pictures that show up look at the articles that show up look about the the lies that show up about me if I controlled the media because I'm Jewish um it would look so different. Like, I would literally have all the pictures from my PJ Place thing up there. Like, I would have cute new photos of me and, like, selfies from that are face-tuned. Head- our
1: new rebrand? Our
0: rebrand. Yeah. I just, I can't stress enough. Like, that's literally the solid proof that you need that Jews don't control their media. Because my Wikipedia, my Google, would look so different.
1: Yeah. Yep. Also, he tweeted, like, right after he was about to go Deathcon Con 3, he had said, like, who do you think started cancel culture?
0: Not me, bitch. Not, Not me. me. Don't, Don't put, put that, put that on me. shit on me. Don't put that shit on me. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. Thank you, Honey, for sponsoring today's episode, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or a computer. So we've talked about Honey a lot, and I think a really new exciting development in Honey's ethos is that they now have their browser extension available for iPhones. so of course you shop online on your computer if you're on the train you're on a plane you're always on your phone you can now have those amazing savings with honey from your iphone so thanks to honey manually searching for a coupon code is a thing of the past honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and it applies the best one it finds to your cart So here's how it works. Imagine you're shopping online at one of your favorite stores. Personally, I've saved on makeup, on clothing, on food, on electronics. So many of the websites that I shop at very frequently use Honey, if not all of them. So when you're shopping at your favorite site, check out. The Honey button will appear, and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. Wait a few seconds as Honey will search for coupons that it can find, and if they find a working coupon, you will just watch your price drop. So I'm never not surprised that honey, like I'll be shopping for, like I was just shopping for our Halloween costume on like an obscure website, honey. It's not just like the big ones. They've got really so many retailers on there that they work with. And it's just a fabulous, easy way to save money. And it's free when you use our link. So, if you don't already have honey, you are missing out. By getting it, you're doing yourself a solid. We'd never recommend something that we don't use, so get honey for free at joinhoney.com/toast. That's j-o-i-n J-O-I-N-Honey, honey h-o-n-e-y. dot com/toast. Because honey doesn't just work on desktop; it also works on your iPhone. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. So, get honey for free at joinhoney.com/toast.
1: Great, thank you, McClardia. You got welcome for all the links and all the codes that'll save. Especially, that should be Honey's jingle.
0: 100%.
1: First story, some TV shake-up news. Blake Shelton will depart The Voice after next season, and Niall Horan and Chance the Rapper join Kelly Clarkson as judges. So after more than a decade ago on a decade on The Voice Blake Shelton is preparing to say goodbye. NBC has announced that the next season of the singing competition will be Shelton's last. They also announced yesterday in a series of cryptic Instagram posts that Claudia completely fell for. Fell for? I thought it was a collab. Oh my god. She was like so big mad meanwhile she did extra promo for The Voice yesterday.
0: I literally thought Kelly Clarkson was doing a song with Chance the Rapper and I was like, "Oh my god, this is going to be the song of the season." So Chance,
1: Kelly, Niall Horan, and Blake Shelton all posted a P sign to their Instagram, a P sign emoji, which is also a V for voice. Very cool. Oh,
0: I miss that. Yes, also very
1: Churchill of them, V for victory.
0: And, and for vagina.
1: And for, you know, Churchill used to walk around like this.
0: Yes, I know. All he was missing. Duck face.
1: <laughs> and turning it to the side. Um, And so like Kelly tagged Chance, Chance tag Blake, Blake tag Niall, all around the. It was a cute way to promote the new judges. Yes. So, twofold news is that Chance the rapper and Niall Horan are joining the Voices judges, and then next season will be Blake Shelton's last, and he is the last
0: OG judge. So, that there let's was. talk about the Voice because currently. I was watching me and Ben like randomly watched it a couple weeks ago, and I was I always think like if I was auditioning like whose team would I go on if they all turned for me, and I honestly was thinking like I would not choose one single person that they have right now. Right now it's Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani there, nah. Camila Cabello and John Legend. So if I had to, I'd probably pick Camila Cabello because like maybe I'd get to meet Taylor Swift. I think, but at that
1: point, you go with the person who you think maybe you could like strike up a friendship with. Camila
0: Cabello. Yeah. So I was thinking how like and even though all four of those people like are stars, it's just kind of like a lackluster lineup, especially when we are coming off of Ariana Grande season, which people loved. So I was really surprised when like I just realized how it's kind of like a low star quality, even though they're all stars. I just can't explain like they're not there's no mega star. No, there's not. I think this shakeup is really good. I mean, Chance the Rapper is huge. Niall Horan is going to be amazing. He's got a great personality, too. Like, you can't just be talented. Like, you have to also be funny and personable. And he has a huge audience, which I'm sure they're interested in. And Kelly's back, which is incredible. But who's the fourth? They need a country person to replace Blake. Let's theorize. I think it will do a country female. I mean, if they got Morgan Wallen, that would be crazy because Morgan Wallen started on The Voice. That would be crazy. But he's at the peak of his career, and unless you're Ariana Grande. Like, you really don't do those types of shows when you're at your peak.
1: No, and I'm sure they paid her more money than she could ever turn down. I don't think they would offer him the
0: same. So, like, the country stars that are having a moment right now, Luke Holmes, Morgan Wallen, Kelsey Ballerini, Maren Morris, like, they're not going to do it.
1: No, but let me ask you something. Right now, The Voice, is it two men and two women? Yes. I think they'll probably stick with that. So I think it would be a female country star. I would, I mean, Carrie it Underwood. Crazy.
0: It would be crazy if Miranda Lambert did it because like her and Blake Shelton are ex wife and husband. And like, that would just be awkward. I don't think she would do it. Cause I think she does not like this, the, the storyline of her and Blake Shelton's marriage, but someone like that. Yeah. Carrie Underwood. It would be crazy if Carrie Underwood and Kelly Clarkson were both judges on the voice because they both started on American Idol. But Carrie Underwood is a great guess. Yeah. I think it'll be a country female. I also think it's weird they're announcing the judges for next season when this season just started. Oh, is that what it is? They're like, I think they're just wrapping up the blind auditions. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. That's really weird. I do think it's Blake's time. Like, the show was amazing for him. I feel like it officially put him in, like, retirement. Like, he still releases new music and stuff, but he's more like a celebrity and personality now than he is, like, a country singer. I feel like the 10 years that he's been on – all these other male country artists kind of like surpassed him. Yeah. But I also think it helped him distinguish himself from the pool of male country artists
1: that if you're not really in country, you just kind of associate with each other.
0: So true. I also think he made so much money. Like I think he can truly just retire. And
1: he met his lady love and that's priceless. A hundred percent. They really are like a
0: real movie. They're like a little annoying on the show. They're
1: a, a movie that feels like a movie.
0: They're a little annoying on the show.
1: I don't watch so not my problem.
0: Yeah. Well, who would you choose? Right Out now? of the current oh, judges. Oh, Camilla,
1: John Legend, Blake Shelton and Gwen. Blake Shelton.
0: Yeah. I also he has and the best track wins. record. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. I'm a winner.
0: <laughs> yeah. Even though the people from the voice who have like made it big are not the winners.
1: Right, but
0: but they are country they could be. usually
1: also Blake's
0: even if they don't win they go far like Ray Lynn, never forget no that's what I'm saying like most of the people who have come from the voice who made it big and didn't win are country yeah because of like I think yeah so cool 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 beans.
1: our next story some sad news murder she wrote actress angela lansbury has died at the age of 96 she's also as we would know her from beauty and the beast the original mrs potts um oh, i didn't know that yes so she passed away the children of dame angela lansbury put out a statement said they are sad Ooh, dame to dame said that means she was dame the, is a title that you're given right by the queen Right, right. Well, wow. they said she was they were sad to announce that their mother died peacefully in her sleep at her home in LA at 1:30 a.m. on Tuesday. Just five days shy of her 97th birthday. Is
0: this your way of subtly doing a royal story?
1: No because there's a part two to this story that uh, it's a old story of Angela Lansbury that's recirculating that okay. is so fascinating that I also wanted to talk about. Okay. So she in an interview in 2014 told this story of how when she was like big in Hollywood her kids um, and I think her daughter joined like a Bad, she started hanging out with like a bad guy who was like making her steal and like on drugs and like doing bad things. And she-Bling she, Ring? No. And it would be earlier than that. So she like picked up her whole family and moved them to Ireland. Wow. The bad guy,
0: Charles Manson. <gasps> oh my God. Not her maternal instinct being on point. Yeah. Wait, that's so crazy. So crazy.
1: Like she, uh, the interview was originally with Mail Online, but the independent resurfaced it and it gives the details of like what her daughter was doing with Charles Manson and she just had to like,
0: had to get she out of She had a bad there. feeling. Yeah. Wow. I mean that, t- it takes an extremely strong person to move your entire family to another country, especially when you're having like amazing success. Mm-hmm. And we love a queen who doesn't get, you know, swooped up by the Hollywood hoopla. Yeah. So I find that
1: story to be so fascinating.
0: That is really
1: interesting.
0: I'm sure her kids are enormously grateful.
1: Yeah. Rest wow, that's piece, crazy. Dame. I
0: didn't Rest know she was a dame
1: either. And of course, you she's Mrs. Potts.
0: So, who are the current dames? We've got Maggie Smith. Okay. Judy Dench. Famous dames. Helen Mirren. Yeah. 14 celebrities
1: made a knight or a queen. So, well, a knight, yeah. I think it's Elton John. Paul McCartney is a sir. Okay. Judy Dench. Professor, the woman, oh Maggie Smith, Professor McGonagall.
0: Well, uh, Cowager. dowager, dowager countess, the dowager, dowager countess.
1: Paul McCartney is knighted. Elton John is knighted.
0: Julie Andrews and Elizabeth Taylor. By the way, dumb question: Do you have to be British?
1: I don't think Elizabeth, Elizabeth Taylor. Taylor yeah, yeah. Michael Caine, cool. uh, miscongeniality. He does deserve a knighthood. Oh, for I that. fucking love that guy. Helen Mirren. Mick Jagger, but the Queen refused to give Mick Jagger his knighthood, so Prince Charles gave it to him instead.
0: The queen, Maybe the Queen was nervous she would be swept away about, by his moves. With his moves like Jagger. No, she said
1: because, or this article reportedly from a website I've never heard, um, said it was because of his anti establishment views. Not the Queen getting political. <laughs> and Bill Gates is an honorary knight. Oh, well. Sure. Angelina Jolie. Received honorary damehood, but we don't call her Dame Angelina. Yeah, no,
0: okay, I don't care anymore. Anna Wintour is a dame. I don't care anymore. Like at this, at this is seeming false. So, um, I'm wishing Angela, Angela Lansbury's family well. Rip Angela. Don't. Are you ready for our next story? I don't give a rip. Yeah. Chloe
1: Kardashian had a tumor removed from her face. Chloe Kardashian had a tumor removed nearly 20 years after finding a cancerous mole on her back. The reality star 20 years 20 years ago she had a mole removed on her back that was cancerous.
0: Oh wow. I think we knew
1: that. I think she shared that before. Uh, She wrote via Instagram stories yesterday that she has seen numerous stories going around about the ever-evolving bandage on her face over the past few weeks. She set the record straight, explaining that she had a small bump on her cheek biopsied after it refused to budge for seven months. After the growth was examined by two doctors, uh, she was advised to have an immediate operation to remove the tumor. She said, I'm grateful to share that Dr. Fisher was able to get everything and her margins appear clear now.
0: We love a transparent queen, so happy that everything is okay. And I guess me and Chloe have much in common because we both get moles removed.
1: Yeah. Also, this is just a great reminder for everyone to get your get skin checked. checked. And also it is breast cancer awareness month. So get your boobies. Mammogram checked. season. Yeah. And totally. I'm and- grateful to Chloe for reminding us to make that reminder.
0: Totally. Those full body checks at the dermatologist, especially if you have a male dermatologist, are some of the worst moments of your life. But you know what else is a worst moment? Cancer. So go get checked.
1: Go get checked. Thanks for the reminder, Miss Especially if
0: you're like a moly girly. Like, there are two types of people in this world. Moly girls and non-moly girls. But like, also
1: freckly, like, um, if you have a lot of freckles.
0: Okay, but that's not part of what I'm saying. I'm no, saying but in like, terms of getting checked. But I'm just saying, like, there's two types of girlies. Like, molly girls and non-molly girls. Like, either you're a girl with moles or you're a girl without moles. Girl like with there no is mole. no mole. In- girl with no mole. In the words of Danielle Staub, there is no in-between with me. You know, you're either a mole or a not mole.
1: I don't know if there's anyone who has zero moles. And if there I is. I bet there is. Actually, Dana will know. I'll ask her when I speak yeah, to her. Yeah, if
0: the, and if there is, I would like to interview that person. Like, to ask them probably, like, all about their blissful upbringing. Their
1: mole-free life.
0: Their mole-free life, their self-conscious-free life—I'm sure they're the most confident person. I'd like to talk to them. You'd be
1: shocked to hear what other issues plague them.
0: No, it's not Listen, because if,
1: everyone is dealt a hand of cards.
0: And no, because no, if you're g- g- dealt a hand without moles, you're special.
1: You're special. Okay, well, we will identify if there is a
0: zero mole person out there. Mole woman. Um, are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's sponsored by Jackie's favorite sponsor, hands down. Is it the one that I can't stop singing about? No, no, no. Give me a clue. It's the one, it's the one that you can't stop referencing about language. Babel. If Babble. you're like us and there's a foreign language that you regret not learning in school, it is never too late to start with Babbel. Babbel is a language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to their addictively fun and easy bite-sized language lessons, you can finally cross learning that new language off your list. So if you want to learn a new language for whatever reason, to expand your horizons, are you taking a trip? It's actually really important to like ner- know the basics of the language of the country that you're traveling to, just like for safety reasons. Whatever your reasoning is, you really should check out Babbel because it's not like other language learning companies. You only need 10 minutes with Babbel to complete a lesson, so you can start having real-life conversations in the new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts, and they're voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective, and you can choose from 14 different languages with Babbel, Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Um... When I went to Italy, I did Babbel for a few weeks before and it was like enormously helpful just to like know how to say like, I'm lost. Where's the bathroom? Thank you, please. Like, it's really a great thing to do if you love to travel. And if you don't love to travel, it's a great thing to do. Just expand your mind, you know, read books, learn new languages. Such a good
1: hobby and like something to check off your list. Also, Claudia is taking a trip later. I'm not going to like spoil it or anything. And she's already on her Babbel grind. Just
0: learning a few
1: pointer words.
0: Um, there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, even live classes, and it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. So start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com TMT. That's babbe dot TMT for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life.
1: Next story, some sweet new couple news. Emma Eligible Bachelor at Emma Roberts is dating actor Cody John after her split with Garrett Hudland. Emma Roberts has been reportedly dating actor Cody John for a few months. The actress and John met through mutual friends, according to E! News. Who the hell is Cody John? I don't know. I Googled him. I don't know what he... Like, the things that he's been in, I haven't seen. But he posted a picture of them smooching on his Instagram. And he had other posts on his Instagram of them, like, hanging out in August. And now... Someone is speaking to E! News, confirming it, saying Emma lo- loves Cody's personality. He's
0: really funny and that ha- they have been having a great time together. I think that's good because as much as I loved the fact that she was dating Garrett Hedlund for so long, they had a baby together. I do think their relationship was extremely tumultuous mm-hmm. um, and chaotic and not... Good. So while I have a, a deep and special place in my heart for Garrett hudlund thanks to Georgia Rule and Country Strong, two of the greatest movies of all time, whose common denominator is Garrett headlund I I think it's for the best. I do. But he drunk drove. Oh, <gasps> oh my God! I forgot! I forgot! I forgot! Shit! 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 This is where my morals like I'm I'm inclined to throw them out the no, window. You have, it's more
1: important when your morals get tough. When your convictions get tough, you have to stand your ground.
0: No, when times get tough, my morals get going. Like you you need to be scrupled. Shit. I. I can't. I'm sorry to have to remind you, but like
1: you loved. if, If it were a story about Sam Hunt, we'd be talking about it.
0: Yeah, of course, because I don't even like Sam Hunt, so like that's easy to be scrupled. Of course. Oh my god, no! Like I love Garrett Hedlund. I'm sorry, I still do. Okay, I do.
1: But you can seriously condemn drunk driving. Hundred percent. It's bone not cool. Your body.
0: It's bad. It's bad. Yeah, really bad. Thanks for ruining my day. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Anyways, Emma Roberts is having a good day because she has a new man, and
0: she's so eligible. She's
1: so eligible, and if. She wasn't in a new relationship. I would be putting her on the list to set her up. Yeah. And um, I'm glad that she's finding romance. Me too. And I'm sure it's serious if they've gone public and she has uh, her baby now. You know, like I don't think she's like new mamas are as flippant with like relationships when obviously there's someone else to consider. and, and, And the source talks about that in this article too.
0: 100%.
1: Cautious bringing her son around new people. Yeah. 100%. 100% 100% are you ready for our fifth and final story I am a little light fair bridal news Nikki Bella bitch I sent you a story today I'm, oh right right sorry no I, it is high motherfucking time oh my god oh. I start
0: being heard around can here can I
1: explain I literally checked my phone five minutes ago because I remember you said I, I had a dm from you saying let's talk about this today so I just checked my phone to see what it was I was going to slot it in and may am I allowed a slip
0: of the mind but why do your slips only come when I request stories? They,
1: that's not you, true.
0: Gwyneth Paltrow on Shark Tank—you totally forgot. Oh my god! Uh, you send me other stories day. all
1: the time, and I always incorporate them. But uh, no, I'm I, don't get, send you stories I don't get. I don't get credit for max, that.
0: Max, Max, Max—once a month.
1: I would say four stories a week. You send me. Uh, uh, is it? so fun for you like being delusional but i'm not even i was gonna go to your story like can't you just forgive and move on i want to forgive
0: you and i want to forget you Well, that's
1: gonna be really hard because we do this show together every day it is hard and this didn't have to turn into this because i was agreeing with you i had already folded over my ipad okay let's and you won't it. hear about how nikki bella chose her wedding no, dress thank- 30 minutes before her wedding
0: Oh, that's interesting. We'll talk about it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Anyways, the thing that Claudia did send me was Rachel Bilson's podcast, Broad Ideas. She had on her podcast. Hold on, I don't want the audio to start playing. She had on Alexis Nyers and Gabby from The Bling Ring, and they are talking about the robbery. And Rachel is forgiving them and moving on.
0: So if Rachel can forgive them, I can forgive you for forgetting my story. I was Letter shocked. I was line. shocked when I heard this clip. First of all, the, the fact that, like they're acknowledging like Rachel Bilson is acknowledging Alexis Nyers was just crazy and that they were in the same room podcasting. But also Rachel was extremely forgiving. She was like trying to help Alexis deal with the fact that like Alexis lives with this regret and this guilt. Um, And of all the people who got robbed, like Rachel got robbed really badly. And Rachel um, lost a family heirloom, her mother's engagement ring. Like it was so much more than just like diamonds and cash. Like it was really sentimental stuff. And Rachel was like, I've moved on from it so long ago. You need to move on from it. You need to forgive yourself. You can't keep walking around with this. It could never be me.
1: It could never be me either, but you do hear these stories like. Of forgiveness. Of forgiveness. Even in like my drug and alcohol abuse course, they had these like two stories of two people who drunk drove, killed
0: people. When you keep talking about your drug and alcohol course it sounds like you were like sentenced to (laughs) right
1: that I've been like rehabilitated no in order to get your permit in Florida you need to take a four-hour drug and alcohol abuse court uh, class that um shows you the dangers of drinking and driving
0: I just feel like every time you bring up your drug and alcohol course like you need to mention right okay
1: so in the course that I had to take because I just want to get my permit like nothing nefarious happened um there were these two cases of people who drunk drove killed other people like they weren't injured but now they're spending their lives in prison and the family members of the people who they killed it's been like 10 15 years have forgiven them and now it's like you have to forgive yourself you hear about that a lot like I think it's probably harder to forgive yourself than it is to forgive the person who wronged you
0: yeah um I just thought it was very big of Rachel Bilson and I love Rachel Bilson please don't tell me she drove and drank too not that I'm aware of um So this just made me love her even more. It's like such a mature thing to do. She didn't even have to acknowledge Alexis. Like, I think but the conversation they had was like the way that the media glamorized this whole thing. And how the movie. They continue to. Right. Um, I did finish the Bling Ring documentary. And there was like a twist at the end. Because like everyone on there was just like being delusional um, and talking about like social media, like they had that guy Nick and like Perez Hilton, and then they had someone come in at the end and be like, these people like who you're hearing from, like they are the problem, like they're exactly what's wrong and how things like the Bling Ring happened, like this obsession with celebrity and being famous, and it was like they kind of flipped the whole conversation on its head. I kind of loved it. Oh, that's a Except good they message. Except but they were also, the also victim blaming Paris Hilton. How so? Like she perpet, she's like the the face of this culture being obsessed with fame and celebrities. So like, it's only you know a matter of time before she got robbed. Like what?
1: I don't think that's, what, that's how like it works. That's like one
0: plus one equals sock. Sock. Yeah, they were like kind of victim blaming Paris. I did not like that. That's weird.
1: Um, and I agree. Just and Rachel talked about like the glamorization. I only saw the one clip that you sent me. I also feel like this is like. The fact that she's sitting down with Alexis Nyers, like, is just the power of podcasting. Like, I don't think they would be getting together if, like, Alexis has a podcast, Rachel's a podcaster, we're both in the news, like, let's podcast. I actually think, in a lot of ways, podcasting is probably facilitating important conversations that that might not be had otherwise.
0: I mean, look at us important conversations daily, minutely, hourly on the rag. Yeah, no, I agree. This is a true testament to the power of podcasting. I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um and this I was just shocked. Like when I saw this clip going around, I'm like, "Wait, there's no way that's Alexis Nyers." Like, well, when I first saw the clip, I it, they don't have video, so it's just like pictures of Rachel audio. talking,
1: and I was like, yeah. "Oh, Rachel's talking about it on her show." And then I read the caption and it said like she's talking about it with Alexis and Gabby. And I was like, shit.
0: No, this is so crazy. I'm surprised more people aren't talking about it.
1: Yeah. Also, the glamorization of past crimes. And this brings me back to the Jeffrey Dahmer thing that we mm-hmm. talked about. People, like, didn't like what we said about it. But the more I've uh, seen and heard about Jeffrey Dahmer, still haven't watched it. But my husband was watching it, so I saw, like, some stuff. And I've been reading more, like, media stuff from the victims' families. Like, the more sh- certain I am, like, why is this the content that we're creating? Like, that show... So, let me
0: just say... People didn't like what we said, and they were hundred percent right because we literally didn't know what we were talking about. Like about we, we about didn't LGBTQ. know about like his specific crimes, but right, what we, what, like he targeted gay men and exclusively. Yes,
1: and but what we were our larger point was like, why are about, we watching yes. shows about people like this, even if they're not glamorizing it necessarily? The fact that it's a Hollywood production. Jeffrey Dahmer's played by Evan Peters. Like, it's glamorous. The fact that that shit is number one in the country. And so everyone is just sitting at home watching these horrific heinous. crimes, heinous crimes, unimaginable crimes is so twisted to me. I completely agree. Th- I stand by what we said completely. I stand by, like the more I hear about it, the and I saw a story from like one of the victims' families. There was an episode that focused on one victim in particular, and I guess like his trial and everything. And so they're y- using the victim's name and his family's name, and they're like the victim's family is like, "How are they allowed to do this? How are they allowed to like, didn't talk about us and portray us?" It's I I find it so wrong, and it also me too. It makes me feel like in. 15 years 20 years like they're going to be making movies or shows about like the worst crimes committed today
0: like by the way the turnaround time is fast as fuck now like ever
1: but I do think like getting away from it you become desensitized yes and I think that back in the 70s like serial killers were I don't want to say trendy but that was what the crazy people were doing yeah I think it's morphed to today where that's not as much what's happening, but we see like mass shootings and that's right, what's happening no, now. And so like, totally. to think about the fact that in what, 10 years, are we going to have an origin story about the yavaldi school shooter?
0: No, by the way, we are. Um, I totally agree. I think this true crime like niche has taken a wild turn. I don't think it's, like, funny anymore. I don't think it's respectful. And I think, like, nobody ever thinks about how, like, the fam, Like, the living family members of these victims who are re-traumatized every time there's a new documentary or a new TV show is so fucked up. And I don't watch shit like that. I, I won't watch shit like that. And I, I genuinely, like, don't understand.
1: Yeah. So... Stand by what we said. I stand by what we and said. And that's like, but I, that's but like I, what we were I talking about with, with Jessica Knoll. I do Null. apologize that we didn't know the extent of his crimes and, and yeah, what he did. But that's like what we were talking about with Jessica Knoll.
0: She agreed. Yes, exactly. So those were the fast five. Don't go anywhere because it's Dear Toasters time. We will, uh, every Wednesday, if you want to write into Toasters at gmail.com, we do our best to help our toasters in need. Whether it's work-related, relationship-related, family-related – personal hygiene related we're going to do our very best we're going to do our damnedest to help you girlies out and it's brought to you by bruce the electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth with powerful sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles the bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth so the brush is everything of the sort. It is the official toothbrush of the Morning Toast. I'm sure you all have it. If you don't, like, what are you waiting for? It's time to switch to an electric toothbrush, first of all, because it's so much better for your teeth. It's so much better for the environment. And a lot of them can be really expensive. I think the brush is super affordable compared to others on the market. And it has everything that you need. The magnetic charging stand, the sleek travel case, a two-minute timer with a quad pacer, so you're getting all of your teeth for all of the time. Um, it has different modes, so you can use the gentle mode if you have sensitive gums you can use the white mode to help remove tough surface stains and they also have the tongue mode to keep that stanky stanky breath at bay claudia get 20 he can keep his tongue (laughs) i agree
1: agree. and you'll want
0: to if you're using (laughs) bruce i agree i agree Get 20% off when you pick up your Bruch brush kit and plan When you go to bruch.com slash toast Bruch is spelled B-R-U-U-S-H That's bruch.com And 20% off when you go to brush.com slash toast When you get the kit It includes the electric toothbrush Three brush heads that you should change out every couple of months So you keep that breath nice and tight uh, The magnetic charging station And the sleek travel case at bruch.com slash toast All right Ready? Mm-hmm Again, if you want to write in, it's deartoasters@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Try and keep it brief, just like with the need to know information. We can't be reading a whole novel here um, as much as we, we would love to. If we see yours, is that like a, a little bit too long? Like we are going to skip it. I'm sorry. All right. Hey, girlies. Love the rebrand. Thank you. Obviously. Okay. So we know this is a woman of taste mm. or men. I'll make it short and sweet. My husband is seriously the best, except when it comes to the one thing that completely grosses me out. He rarely washes his hands after using the bathroom. At first, he tried to tell me that it was only when he went number one and that guys don't need to do that. If they actually need to do it more, but okay. I've recently noticed him not washing his hands after he goes poop, too. Whenever I hear a flush and it is not followed by the sound of running water, I get disgusted and usually question, did you wash your hands? Sometimes he grunts annoyed and goes back into the bathroom to do it. Other times he yells at me to just stop is this a guy thing? We have two little boys who are starting to pick everything up and I don't want them to eventually think that this is normal behavior. Also, like, don't touch me or my babies with your germ-infested hands. Help, I'm starting to feel like a naggy wench. The thing about being a naggy bitch wife, which I am, is you have to pick your battles. So it's important to take inventory and be like, is this battle worth picking? This battle, I do believe, is worth picking, especially when it comes to number two.
1: Yeah, I don't know what is... is like considered normal when it comes to washing your hands after going to the bathroom. Like I wash my hands every time I go. Like wouldn't even occur to me not to, whether I'm going number one or two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10. Like I wash my hands every single time. That's why if I ever have spray tan or use self-tanner, my hands are always white. Like I wash them after everything.
0: I know that there's- I would say I wash my hands when I'm out in public 100% of the time. In the comfort of my own home, I'm going to go with like an 83%. Okay, I know that there are people who don't wash their hands after they
1: pee, but always do it after number two. So if he's not washing his hands, and I do think men need to do it more after number one after than women. because uh, duh, like,
0: they're touching the orifice. Like, we're using toilet paper. I do think sometimes if you're peeing and you wipe, like, you could literally get up off the toilet with no bacteria on your hands. Like, if if done correctly. If done correctly. But just in case,
1: for that margin of error, wash your hands. Um, so he should be washing his hands like as a human being but also like as a father now you really don't want your kids to think that that's even an option because of course they won't wash their hands who wants to wash their hands and kids like just have so many germs that they carry that they transmit to one another like you want to get your kids in the business of washing their hands and for that reason he needs to
0: make a bigger effort So I think a general rule of thumb when you're starting to feel like a naggy bitch wife, which is the worst fucking feeling, is to assess how important this particular thing is. And I do think that this is, I mean, have we learned nothing from the pandemic? Like you gotta, you gotta be clean. Right. But it's like, it's different than pandemic because it's just like your fecal matter and stuff. No, but still, it's just like general hygiene. Yeah. Like we know the importance of washing your hands now. You know what I mean?
1: Yes. Yes. Yes, I think that you should fight for this just because it's a good example to set. And even if your kids only absorb like 50% of what you're trying to tell
0: them to do, you need to start at 100%. But you also want your kids to listen to you and your kids are going to do as you do, not as you say. Practice what you preach. You have to practice what you preach because then you're just a hypocrite. But one thing about me is like when, you know, God willing, I become a parent, like I will be a hypocrite. It's salads for everyone, McDonald's for me. (laughs)
1: Yes. But also, like, I do think sometimes not like about washing your hands, but sometimes like there's different
0: rules for children than there are for adults. Like we are not the same. Right. Right. Like I can wear makeup. You can't. Of course. Right. Right. But still, like I just that I think uh, people keep asking when I'm going to write my next book. And by people, I mean like three people. Um, And I do think I probably will wait to write another book till I have a child. And it's going to be called like The Hypocritical Mom because I'm. It's do as I say, not as I do.
1: I think a lot of moms follow that creed because
0: it's too late for me, you know. But it's not too late for you. Yeah, no, but it's like I can curse, you can Of, co- of course I can. Yeah, that's going to be a problem for me. I'm just gonna have to. I'm gonna have those kids. I'm okay with it. There's worse things. There's worse things. Like they're not doing crack, so no. a fuck here and there. I'm, I'm okay with it. All right, next up, hey Jackson Club, love you guys, and I love the toast rebrand already. I need your advice. The other night, two of my friends got too drunk on a night out and started shit-talking my boyfriend and my relationship. Basically, they were saying he treats me badly, and it couldn't be further from the truth. It is the best and healthiest relationship I've ever been in, and all my other friends agree with that. When I asked one of, my girl- one of the girls after I found out, she took full responsibility and apologized. Oh, you weren't there? No. I feel completely betrayed by this, and I don't want to lose my friend, but it made me feel insecure and confused. Any advice on what I should do? Sounds like you got a couple jealous wenches on your hands, and you know, the only way to handle a jealous wench. Hmm. I don't know. I was going to flip to you. Oh, I,
1: I think that you, there could be like room for forgiveness here. As we've stated so many times about the housewives, like you could say something mean when you're drunk that you don't really mean. And if your friend like took full responsibility, apologized, I think you guys need to like explore it further and be like, well, why did you say that stuff? Like, do you really mean it? If you think he's a bad boyfriend, like, like let her speak on it and then you can explain like why he's not and why you're so happy. I think you should work through it. But honestly, I also think like it's upsetting, but they also, if they're both single, like they might be jealous wenches and you can know that in the back of your mind. And like, not that it's an excuse, but now you know how it happened.
0: No, but also I do feel like they don't even have to be single. They could be in bad relationships themselves and be projecting With, with female friendships. I just feel like there's a certain level of shit talking that's expected. Like. I don't know, like, it's just part of the human experience. Like, we're three best friends and two of us are going out. Like, we're going to talk about the third one. Like, is that crazy? Like, I just think we all need to, like, lower our expectations a little bit. Like, friends talk about friends. Like, it's it's just part of the human experience.
1: Yeah, that is
0: true. I wouldn't want to lose a friend over it. And so.
1: Right. If I were the one on the receiving end, I I was someone who, like, I found out they were talking about me, Uh, depending on which friend it is and what they said. Like, I would try and work through it. If it was the opposite, if someone caught me talking crap, I would want the chance to explain myself or just completely apologize if what I said was something I truly didn't mean.
0: Right, right. Um, Give it a chance. I don't think like in this present moment, this is a reason enough to like write people off completely because people are people and they talk. Like it's just, it's who we are. I agree with that. We need to be like a little bit more forgiving on the shit talking front. I agree. All right, third and final. Hey girlies. Here's the deal, longtime toaster, OG brother. Thank you for the show. I can't tell you how many times listening in has pulled me out of a funk or a cast or cast away my bad mood. Oh my, that's so nice. So my husband, total job, moved four hours from home to be with me, and I gained my dream job as a NICU nurse. Is it a NICU nurse? And I see- uh, yeah, I think I say NICU, and I'm wrong. Okay. Um, We have been living here for over two years now. At times, we miss some of our friends and family, but we go up to our hometown quite a bit, and people always make time to come see us, except my mother-in-law. The excuses range from unrealistic weather forecasts to just, she's too busy this weekend, but she always makes sure to ask us when we will be visiting next, or even asking us when we are moving back. My husband has made it very clear to her that this is our new life and that she needs to accept it. But I can see that it bothers him that she still hasn't made an effort to come visit us. There's a part of me that wants to confront her and tell her she needs to make a plan to come down to be there for her son. But there's another part of me that wants to have a full blown standoff with her to see how far she'll take this. My husband and I are trying for a baby and it makes me question if she'll even make the effort when we get pregnant and or have a baby. What would you guys do? A conflicted daughter-in-law. I'm like I'm a stubborn wench. Like I am tempted to go standoff. like fine. Don't see your grandbaby. That's on you. But she is an older woman. Yeah. No,
1: I don't know that this would bother me so much because. Uh, Some
0: girls would crave this, by the way. It
1: depends on your situation and not because like I would be glad that she's not coming. But like everybody is going through their own stuff. Like she's an older woman. Like you don't know why she doesn't want to come down. But also like maybe she just wants you to come to her. And like even if that means she sees you less like it's maybe she can't make the trip for one reason or another.
0: Right. Like she's probably just expecting that any time you guys see each other, it'll be you coming to her. And as you know, when you have respect for your parents and you're the younger party, you do have to kind of respect that. So I don't think it's so crazy. Um, but it, I imagine being a wife and seeing your husband like sad about something his mom is doing. Like you feel helpless and like you want to be helpful. Right. But I would just want to understand why she's not coming. Like four hours, like treacherousness, I assume it's in the car. Yeah, I think so.
1: I, like, maybe you could get... Maybe it's like she doesn't want to drive. Maybe you could get, like, a driver for her. Whatever. find Drive down there yeah, yourself. Yeah, like, find out what it is that that's, like, that block for her. I don't think it's
0: just her, like, not wanting to see you guys. Yeah, there's probably a reason. Like, maybe she's too old to do the trip alone. Maybe she can't sit in a car for that long. Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Meet halfway.
1: I would... I would advise to be like a little open minded about it and not just assume the worst.
0: Yes, I agree. That sh- That's fair. That she's being just wenchy for wench. Wenchy. It's so hard to tell though when someone's being a wench and when they're not. Yeah. Especially when you, like me, assume the worst in other people. You know.
1: I don't think that you do though.
0: I think that I do actually. Like I'm, I'm self aware enough to know. Like I'm always seeing the worst in people. But I
1: think you like take pause. You know.
0: Only when I ask you and you're like, well, you pause enough to ask me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Maybe I, am I like an amazing person? Yes. So that was dear toasters. Again, if you want to write in, it's dear toasters at gmail.com. Thank you to everyone who wrote in for today's episode. Tomorrow's episode. I'm going to be live from Nashville. So I'm excited to see you guys then and see you guys at my show tomorrow night. Tickets available at upyourass.com Cause you're too late, bitch. You're too motherfucking late, bitch. At your
1: ass.com. Okay, Let me write
0: that down. Yeah, just pencil it in. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found, so that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, the Morning Toast, and leave a five star. Oh, the Toast, and leave a five star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an incredible hump day. Don't forget to hump someone you love, and we'll see you tomorrow. Love you. Bye. Bye.